This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, listeners. I'm Allie, and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I am joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy. Hi. Matt. Hello there. And Guido. Hi. We are a film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs. Each month, we pick a theme, and each week, one of us picks a movie that falls into that theme. And the theme for August is Tammy Appreciation Month. It's my birthday. It's your birthday. Wait, is today your actual birthday? It is. Yay! Happy birthday. Thank you, guys. So exciting. (laughs) What are you, 29, 28? Yep. Yep. Nice. Nice. Yep. That doesn't track. The uh, the years of my 30s are dwindling. Oh, Fast approaching that. I'm in the last year of mine. Yeah. I don't feel it, though. Well, now that, like, some of our other friends now have lady friends, I'm no longer the younger one. I didn't know it was a competition. It's not a competition. It wasn't. It was more of a competition when we all turned 21. I cannot wait. Oh, I was the last one of my friend group. Steve's going to find some 19-year-old bimbo. <laughs> no, and, he's not. Oh, yeah. And she's going to have her lips already pumped up. Okay? And she's... Oh, yeah. She wear a lot of neon. And then we're all going to be like, dude, are you serious? And, she, and, and then he's going to say, she's the love of my life. What can I tell you guys? And then we got to deal with her. And she's like, what's up? Steve, we <laughs> believe you imagine? in you to not make this decision. Can you imagine? What <laughs> What, what to expect when you're expecting and the dad is a race oh, car Dennis driver Quaid. and he marries that young blonde chick and they yes. have twins yes and she sneezes and they she goes <laughs> and delivers the baby yeah <laughs> her pregnancy is like the easiest pregnancy in the world <laughs> yeah that has that has Melissa McCarthy's husband in it yep <laughs> okay so we're at the end of the month final pick for Tammy appreciation is Guido's pick Guido, please tell us about your movie. I'd love to. I chose this movie for you, Tammy, because I thought you'd really like it. It's a pussy. It's silly funny. Okay? Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. Former gangster Vincent Vinnie Antonelli. I'm a new man. Is being placed under federal protection. Not the old me. Hidden in suburbia. This is the new me. Assigned his own personal FBI agent. Now, this is a real nice house. It's one of the nicest we've ever moved anyone like you into. Hey, Linda, what do you think? I always promised you a nice house somewhere in America. Let's not get carried away, okay, Vinny? Uh, it's going to be a lot easier if you two start calling each other Terry and Todd. It's a nice house, Terry, okay? No, you're Terry and he's Todd. <laughs> All right. So this came out in 1990, um, and it was directed by Herbert Ross, and it was written by Nora Ephron. Nora Ephron. And uh, there's a little short story about Nora Ephron and the creation of this movie. Oh, uh, she was married to Nicholas Pileggi while he was writing uh, Wise Guy, which uh, Goodfellas is based on. So Nicholas Pileggi was in constant contact with the Henry Hill, who is a, a notorious rat. Uh, he went on to pinch like fifty members of Lucchese or uh, Lucchese crime family, uh, and sometimes Hill would call 
but uh, Nora would answer the phone and ask him a bunch of mobster questions because little did he know she was, you know, she was writing a script. Okay. So this movie came out uh, a few months before Goodfellas. So this is that's why Steve Martin was inspired to speak in such an accent. Oh, <laughs> it's over the top. It's almost like it's not even. It's almost like a an SNL skit. It's like almost like it's a, ki- a caricature. Heavy. Yeah. He's definitely a cartoon character of an Italian. Well, we're guy. ladies, so we don't really understand Goodfellas. It goes right over our heads. Well, I mean, we all know Tammy doesn't understand subtlety, but okay. <laughs> Who said that? Some douche guy said that the reason that women don't like Goodfellas is because we don't understand it. What a stupid statement. Yeah. Okay. So now All every right. time <clears throat> someone talks about it, I'm like, what? I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. How do? How do fellas how do become movies? good? Magnets? How do they work? Science, bitch. <laughs> what? So uh, My Blue Heaven stars some real heavy hitters here. Steve Martin mm. uh, as uh, Vinny Antonelli. Uh, Rick Moranis as Barney Coopersmith, Joan Cusack as Hannah Stubbs, the best Cusack, Melanie Mayron as Crystal Ryback, more awards, she's the best Cusack, two more round out the cast as uh, Bill Irwin as Kirby, and Carol Kane makes an appearance as Shaldine, love Carol Kane, Mm -hmm. Grandmama, who has seen this movie before, Allie, what would you, I have never seen this movie before, okay, no, I had, I didn't even, know what it was about. Excellent. I had heard of it, but I had no idea. This could be good or bad. Yeah. This could be good or, this could be good or bad. Tammy? I had never heard of this movie before. Uh-oh. Okay. Because, but you know, upon rewatching this, some parts did not age well. So, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt? Yes, I have seen this movie. I, I really enjoyed it. And then I was like, oh, great. You know, Guido picked a movie with Canada, uh, Canada's Teflon, a.k.a. Rick Moranis. How yes. can you hate a movie with Rick Moranis in it? It's difficult. You can. There's definitely a movie he did that... Give Rick some room to carry like. a movie. and you know He won't yeah. disappoint you, but you can definitely tell this is very early on in his career. So, okay. He's adorable. Adorable. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It Especially starts... Especially the scene when he is kissing Joan on the stairs. And he gets up on the step because she's he, so tall. Yes. And then they start kissing even more. I'm like, oh, I love this part. It's cute. I like it when they dance and she's just a foot taller. She's I really just, tall. I really want to find out a system for pancakes. I also am interested in the pancake syrup system. Where it where the top one gets just as much or where the bottom one gets just as much syrup as the top. I need to know how this works. Well, it's like it's, pe- it's like people who um, you know, when you go get movie movie theater popcorn and you fill it halfway and then oh, put butter and then you fill it and then put butter. You probably hate those people, don't I you? Fucking I feel like hate we could send people. Rick Moranis an email. Mm. And then He's not doing much. You know what? Yeah. Those are the same people that complain when they have butter and oil all over their clothes. From the bag of popcorn. From the bag of popcorn that has so much butter in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about the people that asked you to cut a hole in the bottom of the bucket? Did they complain about anything? No, they had no complaints whatsoever. Oh, God. Nice. They probably yeah. wanted did extra you, butter. Did you kick anyone out of the uh, movie theater while you worked there for any lewd acts? Oh, yes. Any oh, really? sexual behavior? Oh, yeah. It's, during, you, it's always during kids' movies, isn't it? Can, it was during a teen movie. Can you give okay. me any highlights? Anything was come it, to mind was that the, was like the classic? I mean, hole in the bo- in the popcorn. what? What movie was so that? So I waited until um, 
I waited until everybody had left. It was theater 14. And I turned the lights all the way on. So there's no hiding now. Were they having sex? They were pants down, laying down on the top row. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Yeah. Not even like a blowy or like finger bangs? No, it was... Full on penetration. Full on. I mean, that lady knew her worth. I'll tell you what. Were they teenagers? And that is how Tammy met Guido's dad and stepmom. No, they were they were there they they were there for the at Golden Pond re-release and they were going at it. Get off my future father-in-law! I can't remember what the movie was. Oh darn it! Because at that point. Lord All of the Rings, the for sure. are the same. It's the same goddamn music. I'm sure, yeah. Wanna Fanta? Don't you want to? Wanna Fanta? Oh, I remember those commercials. Yeah. All right, Guido. Okay. Take so us to heaven. You're coming to heaven. All right, so <laughs> it starts with a uh, cookie-cutter suburb. Uh, Barney shows up with Vinny and Linda. Uh, it tells them it's actually a nice house, uh, but their new names, uh, they should probably practice using their new names, which is Terry and Todd. Wilkinson and he he asked for Vinny's social security number and Vinny's like uh, two <laughs> one <laughs> five six two so he doesn't fucking know he doesn't give a shit Barney leaves uh, and Linda immediately starts to pack her bags and she's like the next time I see you you'll probably like white bread you know it's disgusting he tries to steal her credit card out of her purse and she catches him She's not even looking. She just knows that this dude is a notorious sleazeball. Wait, what's and wrong with white bread? Nothing, sweetie. Nothing. I mean, it's not Italian bread. Uh, it's the best for grilled cheeses. She is also like a Nora Ephron kind of like character staple. Like she's in You've Got Mail. Mm. Mm-hmm. She plays the woman when the elevator gets stuck with Tom Hanks and Parker Posey. She, I think, is in Sleepless in Seattle. Like she's kind of a Nora Ephron She's in American person. Wedding. That's not a Nora Ephron movie. No. (laughs) But also, I think this neighborhood... Jesus, why didn't any of us pick that fucking movie for this month? Because that's... Oh, Oh. you do like to talk about that movie. Um, I was going to pick that for Allie's month. Oh, she hasn't seen it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but you're you're rolling the dice on that one. You're going to get Snake Eyes. It's a gamble. It's a great movie. (laughs) Oh, God. Love Snake Eyes. (laughs) But you like all those people, don't you? I don't... I'm not a big American Pie person. The first one, yes. The well, second one. Well, just tell your mother that good. we ate it all. <laughs> I think this neighborhood also is the same neighborhood from ET. I'm almost positive. Okay. I mean, for all it's we got know, it's similar could've... feel to it. Well, they also show the bunch of kids riding their bikes, which I think is like That's a little bit B-roll. of a callback. It's B roll from ET, probably. And, and also, for all we know, it could have been the same neighborhood they used to shoot the ending scene of Goodfellas. Like oh yeah, just 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 to paint like another picture for like Guido said for the audience. This is when you think about it. This is like Henry Hill's life after he rats out everyone. You dirty rat! And he's in witness protection. Like that whole thing was like, yeah, I go to try and get pasta, and uh, they just give me a bunch of shitty noodles with ketchup on it. Just well, they're really listen. Mm -hmm. My people very good at complaining. Very good at complaining. So uh, we're an audio <laughs> podcast, but Allie is yelling in Italian very loudly. She has right now. the loudest hands right now. Uh, Barney uh, goes to work. Uh, his boss tells him that he can't get promoted until he gets Vinny to testify. Uh, so Barney drives home after that, and he sees that his wife is leaving him for a 26-year-old pitcher that blew an eight-run lead. 
Yeah, um, minor leaguer now. Yeah, she says that you know he, that Barney's too predictable and boring, and she hates the pancake syrup How can you system. Hate the pancake syrup because system? she's a frigid bitch. Well, no, wait, okay, she, God. When you think about it, when you think about it, she is a she is an American. Equal distribution of wealth. That's communism. Well, so, you know, he's Canadian. We t- they take their maple syrup very seriously. You know what I don't like, though? She says, you're boring. This is all boring. I'm like, you live in a beautiful house on the cliffs of San Diego. Oh, um, no. What is wrong with you? It's gorgeous. Well, she just, wants, she just she wants, wants to that fuck young that. Dick. Yeah. Because, you know, 20 goes into 40 more than 40 goes into 20. Oh, oh. God. Yo, I got Yo, bro. Jesus. Nice. No, I, I can't take credit for that. My uh, my old chemistry, <laughs> one of my old uh, high school chemistry <laughs> teachers said that about like a, I was this kid was a senior and his mom was like dating some 20 year old. And he just said that in front of us because he just didn't give a shit. Oh, my God. So back home. Uh, Vinny is uh, he's going stir crazy he's playing solitaire he's in bed listening to Stranger in Paradise so he, he, he ventures out he tries to adjust to his new environment and he heads to the grocery store where he hates all nice things and happy customer service the guy's like have a nice day he's like fuck you yeah, everyone's very nice. <laughs> you know, he, he grabs the price label gun. He starts marking down a bunch of steaks. Everything's ringing up as 39 cents. Okay, so he pays twelve thirty six for a grocery cart full of food. Mm-hmm. He buys like 50 steaks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pays with a crisp hundo. The cashier's never even seen one. That's how like, small wow, and old the movie is. So ne- then we meet Hannah, Joan Cusack. She is the small town district attorney. And the she, best Cusack. She thinks Vinny is a big catch. So, you know, she has him arrested for, for what we're about to explain. So he, he explains that he was just borrowing a car, but the guy didn't leave the keys, so he had to hotwire it. And he learned how to hotwire in the Army, which is a skill that comes in handy, jump-starting ambulances in order to get invalids to the dialysis machines. This is the kind of stuff that you say about people in your terrible movies to make us like them. I love this. He donated his skin to science. Yeah. Yeah, it's all bullshit. What happened to his car? Like, oh. why did he have to steal this car? He just wanted well, to do it. Well, look, okay? He's, I think he's just He bored. was given a car, but he would have, you know, he wouldn't have had to steal a car if he could remember where he put the first car. He's just bored. So, very bored. Okay. All right, she asks, do you know what the car owner's name was? And he says, all I know, his name is Eddie, and he drives a blue Nova. Well, she says, uh, the car you were picked up in was a green Chrysler. And he goes, that explains it. I jump-started the wrong car. I was in a hurry. I was on my way to church to say a few novenas for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is not a Catholic holiday. Thanksgiving is very big with the Italians. Turkey cacciatore, sweet potato parmesan. There is no such thing as Thanksgiving in Italy. It is an American holiday. So gross. There were two <laughs> cases of stolen liquor in the back of your car you were caught in. You're kidding me. I accidentally borrowed the wrong car of the guy who stole some liquor earlier that day? <laughs> the car you stole belongs to a minister of our local Presbyterian church. Are you sure he's a minister? Oh, my God. See, this is the type of guy that we got here. He's so slippery. He is slippery. so slippery. If I was reading these quotes, he would have been calling me a racist, like, five minutes. It's in my blood, though. I'm allowed. He's Italian, though. I'm allowed. 
Steve Martin not, but yeah. <laughs> no, no. So his accent is like over the top. It's dripping it's with grease. You know, accent. like it's an SNL skit. Yeah, you know, absolutely. and his hair is so well, big. Was he? I think he was one of the two wild and crazy the two guys. Wild and crazy guys. Yes, he was a wild and crazy guy. Yeah. So Barney shows up to save him. Uh, he says he's needed to testify, and these petty charges are not worth uh, disrupting. That so. On the way out, Vinny makes fun of her army shoes because she looks like a militant librarian. And then <laughs> he tries to grab a mint, but Hannah makes him spit it out into her hand. Yes. And he says, tell this woman you'll never do it again. And then he says, I never did anything wrong in the first place, which is exactly what I was trying to explain. And then they drive away. What's up, everybody? I'm Matt, the host of the Beard Laws Podcast, a podcast that has nothing to do with beards. A podcast where we aim to entertain and interact with our live viewers, but our listeners, they're like the quiet person that never talks sitting around the bonfire because the rest of the group is so entertaining, hilarious, wild, and a little bit dumb. So grab a drink, grab a snack, and let Beard Laws and the boys, Toby, Brandon, Logan, Zach, Richie, and our occasional special guest entertain you. We're live on the Beard Laws YouTube Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and for every reason you want to see us and or our beards, check us out, thebeardlawspodcast.com. Come, we're everywhere. So at home, uh, Hannah has two good kids, little preppy boys, and uh, a pet turtle, and a piece of shit ex-husband that just barges into the house without knocking. Daniel Stern. Yep. Yeah. His the ex is a future sticky bandit, Daniel Stern. Better wet bandit. And the son, one of the oldest son, is from Bring It On. He is uh, Eliza Dushku's brother in Bring It On. How? About that. I totally missed that. Yeah. Well, I clocked his name in the credits. And then I was oh. and then I saw him and he still he's he does still kind of look like that. So yeah. Yeah. I think his name's like Jesse Bradford or something like that. Love that. Yeah. So she's upset. Later she does some drinkies and some dishes and some turtle murder via garbage disposal. <laughs> that poor um, turtle. Kind of reminds never stood a chance. of the frantic scene from Bandits where she's just She's just like talking to herself and why am I washing? Why am I washing dishes? Why am I doing this? Like she's so nutty. So Kirby takes, uh, <clears throat> Kirby is Barney's coworker, okay? And he takes him out uh, to, uh, for some stakeout and sting operation, which is nice, nice thing that, uh, you know, cops like to do for each other. <laughs> and uh, Kirby sells some stolen credit cards to a guy and Barney can tell right away that it's Vinny on the radio and uh, so Barney's upset. He's a little. He's got mixed mixed feelings about what's going on right now. I gotta protect this piece of shit. God damn it! So uh, Vinny then sees Hannah, uh, and he wants to say thank you uh, for everything that she did for him the day prior, which was nothing but give him a hard time. Yeah. Um, and he noticed that she's wearing new shoes because he made a comment, and then she adjusted, and she got some new shoes. And he goes, "Oh, these are brand new." And she goes, "Oh no." No, they're old. Yeah. Follows her into the pet store where she buys a nice new replacement turtle. And uh, Vinny realizes that the pet store owner is a fellow wise guy. Billy Sparrow explains that the whole town is actually full of rats and former friends of ours. And it's the uncle from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> you couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. <laughs> That's my favorite line. Oh, you can see when Steve Martin picks him up to hug him, there's like... A tiny little human. There. He's so small. He's, little, yeah. He's really small. Later, um, Barney talks to Vinny and says, you can't keep breaking laws like an asshole. I have a job to do and you're making it very difficult. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they actually confide in each other because their wives left him at the same similar times. 
Uh, Vinny uh, is like, Barney, you should marry that DA. Later, Vinny meets with some old pals at a local restaurant. They all shake hands and sit down to complain about the bread. And they realize that this place <laughs> is ripe for some mob crime. It's a popover. There's nothing in it. There's nothing in it. What's supposed to be? I don't understand what that means. But Probably like clam sauce with linguine prosciutto or some... Gabagool. The guy that complains about the bread is Roger Pedactor yes. in the first Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Yes. Really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yep. is, yeah, I know that guy. But they're also they talking about how they once you testify, you don't get paid exactly. by the yeah, government yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore. Here's to the checks you only get until you're done, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, then we get some crime. Uh, we got some nice stolen goods, a little hijacking. Uh, Vinny gets picked up with some of the stolen goods in the trunk. And Hannah, again, is interested in the 40 tape decks. The swordfish. Now she wants to know about the 25 copies of the same book, which are just in case he wants to read it more than once. (laughs) He's got an answer for everything. That's right. Barney shows up to save him. Okay. He he starts asking immediately for the warrant, uh, which she would need to have in order to look in the trunk. She did not have a warrant, so he's out of there. Hannah says there isn't one. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, Vinny says Thomas Jefferson put that in the Constitution for guys like me. Probably oh. was. Yeah. So after that, they take a plane ride. He gets uh, two double scotches and slips the tip money into the stewardess's pocket when she's not looking. Yeah. He, yes. It's part of his philosophy. To tip her. Right. Mm-hmm. He's not allowed to tip her. So he, you know, I'm an over-tipper. I tip everybody. It's part of his philosophy. And he has to keep a low profile, but he has a loud welcoming crew, uh, including his mama. And they bumble in Italian at each other, which seems like a, way too fucking long. And Bar- <laughs> Barney undoes his cuffs so that he can waddle over there. Mama! Is that his actual mom, or did he hire her? No, I don't think so. Oh, I think okay. She's an, I think she's an actress. Okay. And well, I mean, it's his... It's his no, no, no. I mean, the in character. the movie. Or is that his real ne- uh, Nona? Is that what you're saying? Is that like, is it the character's mom, or did he hire her to play his mom? So that he could like escape. Well, you see her later. Oh, the- I think that's the character's mom. Okay. I okay. think that's the character's mom because she's paying off umps later. Barney gets inundated with these family members. Vinny slips out the back. But good thing Barney knows exactly where he's going to be the following morning, which is at the tailor. And <laughs> we have a nice scene for buying shark skin suits. Those suits. You want to look sharp. They're so you look wise. shiny. So shiny. So shiny. Shark skin. Is that what they're made of? Yeah. They're made of shark skin? Mm-hmm. Real shark. Is this like the thing where they, you told me they put those like poles so that homeless people can't sleep? What? That's also true. Have you ever seen a bench with a pole in the middle of it? You no, can't lie down. I said it that. about something else. I said it was about, I said it was about <laughs> you, like. Tell um, me more about your lies. <laughs> it was th- like we were walking to the courthouse to get, to get our marriage license. And there was, there was like a, a spot that was like. Prime for a skateboarder to jump up and do a rail, you know, like like rail down it. But to prevent that, they put little stoppers. Yeah, those, those are for anti-skateboarders. And he told me it was to prevent homeless people from sleeping, and I believed him for a while. Well, it doesn't look comfy. <laughs> that could easily disrupt them sleeping there, too. Yes. Vinny uh, basically gives Barney a little makeover. Uh, and see, that's why your wife left you. Sometimes... If you're going to change, you have to change from the outside in. So next thing, after they get the suits, they're in the hotel. Barney's ordering some uh, mac and cheese because, you know, he likes 
He knows his buddy likes pasta. I can't believe this hotel even has room service. I know. It looks like a econo lodge. He says, do you have anything Italian? Okay, dressing. And what does that come on? A salad. Okay. Great. That's the Italian that they have. <laughs> Italian dressing. <laughs> so, uh, Vinny starts to crumple up Barney's new jacket because Barney's sitting in the new pants. Okay. Mm. And he uses this opportunity to slip out again, go get Barney's new seat dry cleaned. All right. And uh, he just, on the way out the door, he's like, get me a little bottle of wine. I don't want to drink too much. That's how you know he's fucking lying. Yes. <laughs> so, Vinny's downstairs at the bar uh, talking very loudly about stolen watches. Barney comes in. He's got no pants for some, because, you know, uh, Vinny took the pants. Yes. Uh, Vinny tells him that he's got no choice if one of these guys find out that he's FBI. So, drinking and girls it is. So, they do a little dancing. They need to manually manipulate Barney's hips because he's so fucking straight. And uh, they have a little dance-off. But that's when the two goons show up. Yeah, isn't one of them like Robert De Niro's like brother? One of them is the one who looks like Robert De Niro's brother is also one of the wise guys in Sister Act who works for Harvey Keitel. These are the guys in the white shirts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The goons. Okay. The this goons dancing, with a very slow draw on their pistols. This dancing montage is... It's, it's longer than I thought it was. It's quite long. It's longer than I remember it being, that's for sure. So... Later in court, Vinny sings like a canary because he's a fucking rat. And uh, he complains about one of uh, his associate's mother's eggplant dish because she uses capers, which is gross. It's gross. It does sound gross. It's, it's almost un-Italian. I love capers. So they, uh, he says, they killed the guy with a twenty-two because they're small and they don't come out the other end. See, a twenty-two just rattle around like Pac-Man until you die. Okay. Twenty-two is a good, like, assassination caliber. Just saying. Good to know. Thanks. Yeah, totally going to use that. <laughs> it's either twenty two or 12-gauge shotgun, so... Because there's no rifling on a shotgun, mm-hmm. so they can't do, like, ballistics. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> all right. On the plane back, Barney gets a nun to drink. Uh, Vinny tells Barney he has to smooth things over with uh, the DA, and... Uh, Fly in first class. Oh, yeah. The Only nun, the too. And that nun. Wedding singer. Wedding S- crashers. Nun. Yep. She looks just as old in this movie. Yep. (laughs) We see, okay. So Hannah gets uh, a little basket of flowers and some baseball tickets. uh, And then, uh uh-oh, Vinny shows up to pick the kids up and Hannah to go to the ball game. The Padres. And she's like, no, 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 no. And he goes, wait, I ordered a limo. And the kids see the limo and she's like, well, I'm fucked. I have to to go. Mm -hmm. So they go, they go to the game, they enjoy the game. Barney shows up. Has to sit next to Hannah. Mm. Vinny's a goddamn genius, okay? And Absolute good. Cupid. And go with kids. Mm-hmm. And they have some hot dogs. Yeah. What a nice guy. She, he tries to get him hot dogs. Hannah doesn't want a hot dog. And then he says, my mom told me to stay away from women on diets because they're usually in a bad mood. Because they're always hungry. Because they're always hungry. Yeah. So they're hangry. So after the game, because they enjoyed themselves, <laughs> Barney invites Hannah to a work party. And then Vinny goes to the grocery store to meet Shaldine. Mm. Is this Carol Kane? Oh, okay. yeah. She's wearing that, that like highlighter green velvet top. And he goes, uh, he says, You know, it's dangerous for you to be here in the frozen food section. Why is that? 
because you could melt all this stuff. Uh, she goes, oh. She slid right down. She slid right down the waist the of Carol Kane's talent. <laughs> She's like barely in it. <laughs> he says, Todd is Italian for extra special. So gross. So <laughs> later, Vinny calls Barney from Reno because he just got married to Shelton. That's right. Vinny says, don't worry. I didn't marry her under my real name. <laughs> and uh, Barney tips the band uh, at the work gig so he can get Hannah to dance a little bit. Guess what? Smooth moves. Sparks and she's fly. That's right. He, she's a bit taller, but they have fun. Okay? She's Kirby dances so too. tall, and he's so small. It's true. They have a little dinner, share how they got left by their spouses. Did this happen a lot in the 90s? Was divorce, like, super common? Well, Nora Ephron... Like, what happened? Nora Ephron's bread and butter is, like, divorce or... I mean, you think about her movies. This, When Harry Met Sally, Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail. Like, everything's kind of, like, about couples, like, divorcing or breaking up and finding love again. Like, it's kind of yeah. what she writes. It was, I, even, it was even crazier when she did Death Race and she had the... the <laughs> The spouse die. I don't think she did that. She totally did. <laughs> I remember seeing it, the credits: Nora Ephron after Jason Statham, Tyrese, and Joan Allen. Okay, I That's loved it. Good. She just ignored all the collateral damage when she made Apocalypse Now. <laughs> yeah, she just writes a lot about marriages and relationships and stuff like that. So okay, yeah. that's why she and Nancy. I don't, I don't know. I think like so if you well. if you if I could tally up all of my movies, I think more than half of them, someone got divorced in them. Well. How it feels it's like half the population. The deck it? is stacked against us. Well, I, mean, I think the statistics are are better now. Oh, okay. Than they were when we yeah. were in high school. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice. All right. The next. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. So they have a little dinner. He walks back to her house, and she invites him in, and they bang. And the next morning, Barney, with an enormous cock, just violently throws Hannah's ex out of the house. I love huge this muscles. He did do it for me a little bit in that scene. He was it just was like, "Next time you badass. come over here, yeah. you're gonna knock." He has never been so badass, and he owned that. He owned that scene. Barney gets a new assignment where he has to go undercover, and this is this. Honestly, let's let's tell it what it is. This is very fucking cheap writing. They removed an entire character out of the story for a while. Yeah, this was lame, and I'm gonna say this. 100%. Nora. I didn't like this particular bit. Okay. okay. But doesn't it come full circle because the person that they're trying to sting is the shit that Vinny's do or that uh, Steve Martin's doing? I was a little confused by this yeah. entire thing. Yeah. In Arizona. So, he gets a little off. So Vinny has no supervision at this point uh, and he starts a new scam. So he gets a shipment of empty water jugs. And plants a bunch near cash registers in the area for charity so he could buy a new Little League stadium. Because Joan Cusack's kids complained about how they can't play when it rains a lot because mm-hmm. the field turns muddy and all that yes. stuff. That's right. So money starts rolling in. The kids uh, stop in to get ice cream. They see the jug. They say, no ice cream for me, thanks. Into the fundraiser jug. Sad. Super sad. Because, you know, you know, Vinny's ripping them off. That's what he but does. I th- okay. So... <laughs> he takes those jugs and puts them in the back of his Oh, yeah. And that car, car dips. Like. So heavy. He's just dragging the ass end of his car. He's got so much change. Yes. So obviously, Hannah arrests him again. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he tells Hannah he might have some valuable dirt and tries to make a deal. 
uh, and he takes her to the hotel where Barney is hiding undercover. So they bust down the door, and Vinny is rearrested under his real name. Hannah is super pissed. Barney goes to visit Vinny in jail, and uh, you know Vinny is just—he just opens up the the jail cell <laughs> like it, it wasn't locked. Sweet talks, everybody. And he goes, and he, and Barney's like, "You have a pillow with your name on it." <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, sometimes I use the bathroom in the office. I don't like using the bathroom in here." <laughs> nice digs. Uh, Vinny says he's sorry for making Hannah hate him and everything else, uh, but he has an idea. Uh, but he has to make a call. He's entitled to one phone call. So later in court, Hannah, the DA, is ripping him up. She paints Vinny Vinny as a, a as a nuisance. Uh, while Hannah is talking, two goons with guns show Ooh. up and again slowly. <laughs> comically slowly draw their pistols as if they're just stuck in peanut butter and then there is a nice firefight on a firefight scale of 0 to 10 it was a 4 <laughs> Let, let's be real so uh, one of the cops one of the lady cops helps Vinny escape and they kiss passionately and they drive away to the ballpark um, he's just so charismatic she couldn't help herself it's true so <clears throat> take, I, it. take my call <clears throat> take me I can see why they chase him to the construction site on Todd Wilkinson Stadium, and he explains that this was the plan the whole time. Yeah. And then the two goons from earlier show up, and Vinny very quickly, Wild West style, shoots the guns right out of their hands like a like a fucking badass. But like I was saying, because he was doing this whole anecdote about yep. why he would never rip off kids. Yep. Right. And then he shoots the guns out and he's like, but like I was saying, uh, you know. So smooth. Like, it, you know, one hand washes the other here. It's so nice. Barney kisses Hannah to really drive home that uh, this is his story. And uh, he's got, she has to go along to get along. So later, uh, the ballpark opens. And nice they are ballpark. selling nice. copies of Vinny's new book. And Mama pays off some umps like a good mama would. There's some cannolis. Oh, yeah. Aren't they selling cannolis? They're selling cannolis. Vinny throws the first pitch. The new kids' baseball uniforms look like little wise guys suits. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is a happy, campy, goofy ending to a lighthearted, goofy sh- story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I have one uh, interesting tidbit to add. To okay. So uh, Efron actually first pitched this idea for the film to Goldie Hawn and Anthea Silbert. Who went, they went on to produce the film. Yeah, Goldie Hawn is the producer. So, Hawn left the project in 89. So, Steve Martin was cast to play Cooper Smith, with Arnold Schwarzenegger was supposed to be playing the role of Antonelli. <laughs> However, Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Schwarzenegger was offered the role of Detective John Kimball in Kindergarten Cop instead. So Better choice. <laughs> he, our boy, our man, Arnie, could have been in this. With an Italian accent? Let me tell you something. Yeah, I... Can you imagine? No. <laughs> they don't have they don't have the good marinara here. <laughs> <laughs> the bread. Uh, oh the bread. The bread is so bad. It's really hard to find a suit that looks as good. You know you could tell a lot about a woman's shoes. Why did you kill the turtle? I didn't kill no turtle. <laughs> That's fucking gold. Gold. You, mit- you know it was stolen from us. Yes. Gold. Well, yeah. If only they could have gotten Danny DeVito to play Cooper Smith, then so I'd watch the shit out of. Oh that. my gosh, you would too, Tammy. I would. You know it. Mm. Well, 
Okay, Matt, pass or fail? Oh, I pass it. I, I, I love this movie. I loved it the first time I saw it. I also, a thing that uh, I really liked about it, because, you know, it was kind of like a book perspective. I liked the whole, like... like uh, oh, the chapters? Yeah, it was like a chapter sort of thing. I mean, I love Steve Martin. And like I said, I know I was, I was griping earlier, but you can't hate Rick Moranis. No, you like, can't. And yeah, soft pitch over here with, uh, with Canadian Teflon, mm-hmm. you know. It's fair. So. It's fair. Tammy. I, I like... Joan Cusack. I like Rick Moranis. I like Steve Martin. I don't like storyline of this movie. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, wow. Ouch down. Shot through the heart. You, bro. I, <laughs> and you're to blame. I liked their little love thing. It was not great. You weren't in the mood for stupid funny. You watch the first half after recording the last episode, and then the next half at work today. No, I watched it in the car before I came home. Fucking so I had shameful. One hundred percent of my attention. Wrong. Watching this movie while you were driving. No, while I was sitting in the parking lot in the rain. It sounds nice, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was. That does sound nice. It was. All right, pass it. I, I I'm pass sorry. it like a kidney stone. Again, we're, we were sitting here and we like. I picked in, this movie for you. In, in my, like, You're no. showing people I don't know my wife. All like, right. Like in my episode, we were sitting there, we're listening to you go, I like this, I like this, I like. You should do a pro and con thing, and if the pros outweigh the cons, you like it. All right, Rory Gilmore, calm down. But no, no, he's on to something. All right. So she was like, I like it. It talks about Italian food. I like it. Like, no. No, I'm just like a typical woman. Very difficult to please. Oh, Lord. Do you hear this <laughs> I do. Well, apparently all we got to do is just get, you know, get them in a movie. Allie, did get, you... get them in a movie where they just talk like catty bitches to one another and then they shit in the sink and I, Tammy will love I it. could shit in the sink for you. There were no no people shit in the sink in Allie's movie. Do you think that I they would have it. to, they had to take that like that disc out of the out of the center of the sink for all of her poop to go down? I think it was. I think it was liquid. You think it was liquid, so she wouldn't have to like run the tap after. Well, right? oh, she would definitely oh. need to run the tap. She would after. definitely. Okay. Yes. Do you think she would like to have to help some with her hand, or she just like push it down? Do you or? want me to ask my daddy as a plumber? Yeah, yeah. her dad would. Yeah. Know. Have you ever seen hot diarrhea pass through a kitchen sink? No. Yeah. Ask your dad if he's ever known someone to shit in a sink. Oh, I'm sure he has. Yeah. He did work in a. Uh, mental institution. And a prison, so. Oh, and a prison. Maybe he Wild. met somebody yeah. from the Witness Protection Agency. Like, Maybe. <laughs> so did you did you pass or fail it? <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. Dead I to me. did not like. You're dead to me? I did not like. You know what? The, Make your own fucking diet. movie. Okay. Oh, my. I liked the acting in the movie. Happy fucking birthday. Bitch. Bitch. Oh, my gosh. All right. I don't mean what any the of that. Fuck? <laughs> Well, these are just, you know, your feelings, and you're entitled to you're your... You're the one that wanted to pick a movie that I hadn't seen. You could have picked a movie that I had seen. I don't want to watch Shawshank Redemption again. You don't have I don't to. want to watch The Green Mile again. 
I don't want to watch How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Is this weird to? I want to watch the fucking Notebook or what? The one with Jack Black. Jesus Christ, the one with Jack Black. Whoa, whoa! The holiday. You know the fucking holiday. Holy hell! Don't even get me started in the goddamn holiday. Don't don't throw the holiday in with all that schlocky crap. The holiday is wonderful. You're gonna have to watch it in December. So (laughs) I love you and I respect your opinion. Thank you for being honest. You mean to tell me this is Steve Martin's best work? Absolutely not. No, no one said none it of was. these people's best work. No, I well, just maybe thought it was Daniel that Stearns. Who knows? If you were in a mood for stupid funny, you may have passed this movie. That's all I'm saying. Allie, were you in a good mood for stupid funny? Oh God. Um. So I was surprised by this movie because I think I expect something different from Nora Ephron, like all of her other movies. But I can see why you like it because it's so weird it kind of reminded me with the placards and like the story and all that stuff it almost reminded me of very early coen brothers like raising arizona it kind of reminded me of that and i was like this is so not nora efron like the writing was there but steve martin really annoyed me in this movie yes he was was it when he said vegetables it was just everything and i don't know character was obnoxious he was yeah and i didn't like it as much as i thought i was going to like it um i appreciate it for what it is but i am also going to fail this movie what is the blue heaven it's the song they're always my blue heaven my blue hell it plays throughout the entire movie it's just a song. It's a song. Stupid, stupid title. Of the movie. Um, and I think I think certain like Carol Kane's wasted in this movie. She's barely in it, and so is Daniel Stern. <laughs> Two very funny people. They were only available for a weekend. I did like Rick Moranis in it, though. I will say that, but that's hard yes, not I to. Love and Joan Cusack, obviously yeah. fabulous. Couldn't like, save like, it though. Like Tammy said, great people in it. I just it was see, funky. It <laughs> so. Sorry. So that's two passes and two fails. I think they should have gotten... This is a great loss, and I'm very I mean, upset. the Arnold... Honestly, you never should have told us that. So, <laughs> the Arnold thing. I never should have told you that? No. Why? It's I, th- gr- I mean, then I'm just thinking about it, and just how much better it would have been, what, and it just and tanked this movie. There's no way that what changed your mind. What Get t- out of town. Yeah, I was going to pass it. I wrong. Was. <laughs> <laughs> wrong mean, as shit. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you think that Arnold Vegetables. would be a better Italian goon? Than Steve, Steve Martin. Steve Martin. The guy from Austria that can't do any other accent than Austria. He looks, that guy. He at least like looks like a mob guy. They probably just no. He looks like a guy they could eat a mob guy. It's <laughs> funny. All right. Well, now we're going to rank all four movies for Tammy Appreciation Month from. Well, however you want to go, favorite to least favorite, least favorite to favorite. To recap, we have Feds. We have Bandits, we have Bridesmaids, and we have My Blue Heaven. Tammy, you go last because it's your it's your month. I'll go first. Okay. Guido, go right ahead. Well, I liked My Blue Heaven most. Okay. Shut So you up. can shut You're so up. full of it. You can eat 10,000 dicks. You're really going to vote oh that gosh. first? Fuck yes. Got it. And you know what's second? Bridesmaids, and then Feds, and then Bandits. Okay. Yeah, write that, jot that down. Matt, do you want to go? Yeah, sure. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> number one, I'll go with uh, Bandits. Okay. Number two, I'll go with My Blue Heaven. What? Number three, I'll go with, uh, fuck it, I'll go with Feds. And number four, <laughs> Bridesmaids. What do Bridesmaids do to you? All right, Allie. I am also going to put Bandits first. 
What? I'm sorry. I really love Delirious. That. I love that movie. I think it's hilarious. I'm going to put Feds next. Okay. I will put Bridesmaids third and My Blue Heaven fourth. It's just mean. It's mean spirited. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. just mean. That's just mean spirited. <laughs> I'm going to do Bridesmaids first, Feds second, <laughs> Bandits third, <gasps> and My Blue Heaven fourth. You know what you're talking about. And the winner of Tammy Appreciation Month is... Wait, the math is all over oh, the place. Oh. Yeah, it looks like it. Bandits <laughs> is the winner. <gasps> Yay! I win! It was close, though. I win the money! <laughs> to what? It Like, we were all off by one or two points. Yeah. It was pretty close. It wasn't a landslide, mm-hmm. for sure. Congratulations, Matt. You won Yay! Tammy Appreciation Congratulations for... You won Winning with your movie, bandits. Your movie won, and she didn't pass it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so the, it, the two movies. This whole she thing has been a swing and a miss. Did damn not it. win. It's, tim- it's t- in typical Tammy fashion, you know. Gets to watch something. She only I, failed I, her own movie. I explain something to her, and then she fails it. Or yeah, she'll make us watch something and she'll end up failing it. Yeah, so you'll never live that down. I tans. loved Bridesmaids and we would, I made we would, it number I would, one. I would never expect anything. The amount less of questions you ask for a Japanese Tammy movie. Tammy, <laughs> I just want to keep you on your toes, buddy. All right, so next month. Next month, uh Allie, quid pro quo. Okay. So the theme for next month. Is suggested from a listener. A listener. A listener. Yeah, we have some. Yes, we do. And it's not John. It's not John or Tammy or too. Seth. Tammy or Seth. Tammy too. So it is a listener. Her name's That Girl Danny. That Girl Danny. Yes. And her suggestion was we do a babysitter themed month. All right. So movies that revolve around babysitters or babysitting or taking care of children I can or do that. anything like that. I can do that. Okay. My pick for Babysitter Month came out in 1978, was directed by John Carpenter, stars Jamie Lee Curtis and Donald Pleasance. (laughs) Jesus, tap dancing Christ. We're going to talk about Halloween. No fucking Fucking shit. Basic. Really? It's the ultimate babysitter movie. All right. She said it so how many is, times. How, how could you my not basic? Known? Guido is literally going to pick a movie called The Babysitter. It's called The Sitter, so like, get on my level. Fall guess off what? Your guess chair. what my movie's about? Hit your head on the way down. What? Babysitting? Yeah. Mine is too, and mine has oh, tits it is? in it. I'm on board. On board. <laughs> I'm already on board. So you can watch Halloween if you've never seen it. Weird. Um, so if you have AMC Plus, you can watch it, or you can rent it on Prime. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to us give each other shit all day. <laughs> we are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. And we are one of the featured podcasts for the month of August. Score! What? Yes. Along with the Broken nice. System podcast. You can learn about us and all of the other podcasts that are on the network at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. You can suggest a theme month, just like my girl Danny did. Or I'm sorry, that girl Danny. That girl Danny. Um, you can suggest it on social media by sending us an email, quadproquopod at gmail.com, or submitting it on our website. And please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next week or next theme month, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.